When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. I want to point out, I definitely said Michelle's name incorrectly during the show you today. Did, that yeah. happened, actually. You're not the first yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. And Wonderful. she almost put herself in concussion protocol by hitting the microphone. <laughs> That's so perfect. I don't perfect. understand, Big Smalls. <laughs> I, I'm not a delicate person. I, I'm short in stature. I'm not elegant. I'm not delicate. I'm not graceful. I am a clumsy, clumsy girl. Okay. You don't think you're elegant? No. I'm not trying to hit on you. I'm just saying. What? Go on. No. no, I'm right, not. Tra- like, do I need to call HR? Wait a minute. Great. No, I am not. Day one. Do we have an HR moment? Do elegant Thanks, women Jenny. get black eyes? Appreciate Self-inflicted it. black eyes? That's no, that's not elegant. elegant that's not elegant. Uh, wait a minute. It's unsportsmanlike. Thank you, it is. Yeah. My wife, who doesn't normally play tennis, was playing tennis and got hit in the eye recently with a tennis ball mm. and had a massive black eye. I would say she's elegant. I think maybe it is the sign of elegance. But it was not self-inflicted. She just happened to be in the wrong place, wrong time. I well, fell I over so. <laughs> and gave myself a black eye. Not elegant. Mm. Not cute at all. Okay. A um, couple of quick tweets here before we get to this Dion conversation, because, God, he deserves it. Uh, Microwick52 <laughs> tweets, uh, at Evco Radio, at Unsportslike, at ChrisCanty99, at M. Smallman. Cheese pizza is Joe Flacco. Only good on one team and in one part of the country. When on another team in another city, trash. I don't agree with that, but I understand. Nobody's rolling with cheese pizza when they have other options. Mm, just saying. At Big Game Bites, usually uh, tweets, and his name or her name is Big Game Bites. There that you tells go. you something. Legit. That means you got to take it seriously. Okay. Because the Twitter handle. I'm listening. Usually like to add toppings to my pizza, but sometimes plain cheese just hits different. No. When, when does plain cheese ever hit different? Big Game Bites said it did. Well, she might be the only, or he might be the only person ever. <laughs> ever. Now, you love a pepperoni slice. Love a pepperoni slice. But if you get a cheese, it might not be your first pick, but you're going to enjoy it. You're not going to think it's trash. No, I'm going to look at it and say, I'm going to have to dress this thing up with something in order to enjoy it. I'm not going to eat a plain slice of pizza. I'm if just that's not the only option, it. you'll say pass. Pass. Absolutely. Wow. It's not worth the calories to me. Oh, no, definitely. It's is. not worth the calories to me. I'm not doing it. Now, can we I'm, just I'm bring not up- a Chuck E. Cheese. I'm not 10 years old. I'm not doing it. Can we bring up why Kenny is calorie counting? I haven't met your wife yet. She sounds wonderful, very successful. She's the best. Very She's successful young lady who mm-hmm. um, has a big-time job. I don't want to go into the specifics. That's for you to oh, talk about. She works about. for YouTube. Yeah. yeah. She's she's legit. Let's just say it that way. And per my sources, uh, Schefter, Woj, everybody's kind of reporting on this. <laughs> uh, she may have said to you, Chris, five days a week TV, maybe a couple of pounds can be lost. Yeah, so I've got to lose some weight. Yeah, I've got to lose some weight. She wants me to be healthy, especially when we start having those conversations around family planning. She's like, you know, 340, 350, maybe not the best size to be chasing after small children. <laughs> so I've got to lose some weight. So again, back to the cheese pizza conversation. Okay, it okay. doesn't make sense to waste my calories on cheese pizza. When I got, I have so many other options. I can put pepperoni on it. I can do a lot of different things with the pizza. But just doing nothing and just having cheese? 
slathered with tomato sauce and crust? No, not going to do it. All right. Uh, it's one of the biggest stories over the weekend, and it's still obviously into this week, was what happened with Deion Sanders in Colorado. And what happened was they had a massive upset of TCU. They did a phenomenal job. And Deion's become a polarizing figure. Is he doing it the right way? Is he just right for now because of NIL and transfer? Would he have been good back in the day? Should he stay at Colorado? All these different things. But if I said to you right now, who the face is of college football? Is Deion Sanders the answer to that question? Oh, yeah. He has to be, right? I mean, when you look at the impressions, the engagement that he has with young men, just his sheer visibility because of his resume, now the platform and being at Colorado, he is the biggest face, the biggest personality in college sports. And he's a disruptor by nature, but I think that disruption is starting to rub people the wrong way, and that's why everybody has something to say about Dion. He's clearly the most polarizing figure in college football as well. So I think it's an easy answer to that question. I think the follow-up would be, is he good for college football being the face of the of, of the sport? I think he is the face right now. He's the personification what, of what college football has evolved into. NIL, yeah. transfer portal, this idea that you need to connect with these young kids and embrace their swag and their need to want to be seen on social media, etc. And I do think that he is good for college football. So many coaches in college football are, while they might be successful, they can be a bit stale. They can be a bit buttoned up. A lot of people are afraid to show their personality. They don't want, they don't want to be polarizing. They want to be neutral so they can appeal to the masses. Prime's not afraid to do that. Coach Prime yeah. is going to be himself 100% of the time, and it is working for him. I think it's great that we have a figure like Deion Sanders in college football. How, how, go the other way. You said people are debating whether or not he's good for college football. Explain to me how you think there, or how people would say he's bad for college football. Well, I think there are some people that feel a way about him leaving Jackson State in the way that he did because he purported himself as being in, you know, interested in trying to build up HBCUs as a whole, but specifically Jackson State, in the wake of social justice and everything that was happening in 2020 and 2021, it was believed that Dion wanted to stay in that job in order to help elevate HBCU athletics and football to the level that we see with some of the Division A schools, the FBS schools. But instead, he utilized Jackson State as a stepping stone to get to a place where he had more resources, more infrastructure, and can compete at a higher level. And so there is a segment of folks that feel a way about how Dion left Jackson State University, but I don't. I'm not in that camp. I love the fact that Dion is competing at a high level and he's taking the rules that the establishment has put in place and he's beating them at their own game. I mean, so many people were naysayers of Dion's potential at Colorado. It's a one-win team and mm-hmm. I don't know that they're going to be successful. Think about this. He was a three-touchdown dog in their season opener against TCU on the road and they went in there and beat him on their home field. Yep. So, I mean, it's it's clear that he has something when it comes to being able to send the type of messaging that resonates with the players in his locker room, that resonates with young kids that he's recruiting, both from other schools and from high school, and he has a message that energizes the fan base. If you're an athletic director, if you're a school chancellor, mm. Board of Regents, that's exactly what you're looking for. So, to Michelle's earlier point, Deion Sanders is the face of where college football is going. Yeah. And he's not the face of what the history of college football has been. And because of the newness, and he said it himself, because it's something new, because it's something different, there are going to be a lot of people that don't like it. Well, I want to nitpick one thing you said, and I think you'll actually be thrilled that I do this. <laughs> you said 
he's beating the old guard at their game. I don't think he is. I think he is actually playing the new game, and the old guard is not playing along with him. Yeah. Right? Because if you think about, like, last night, Dabo Sweeney um, and Clemson getting their butts kicked by Duke and a 28-7 loss, Dabo Dabo is somebody that doesn't want to play the new game of college football. That's, Mm -hmm. like, not what he does. Dion is playing the new game of college football better than some of the old guys are playing it. Like, so let me put you to the, the test on this one. If I said to you next five years, next five years, we're not going to go longer than five years. Sure. Rank the coaches you want currently active in college football to run your program for the next five years. Ooh, I would have to go. Uh, Deion Sanders would be at the top of the list. Above Kirby Smart, above Nick Kirby, Saban. Kirby's up there, too. I don't know how much runway Nick is going to give you. I don't know how much how much longer he's going to be in on this, but he would certainly be in the conversation, no question about it. I'm just trying to think of the other coaches in the landscape of college football. Lincoln Josh, Riley. Josh, Lincoln Josh, Riley. Josh, Josh Heupel, Lincoln Riley. Um, those would certainly be names that I would absolutely consider. I think uh, – But he's – the point is Dion's right there. Dion's right there. Like uh, James Franklin, he's right there with all of those coaches. Like when you start thinking about – the preeminent programs in college football, you have those head coaches, but then you also have Deion Sanders right there. But is it too early? Yes, he got out to an amazing start. He had a a killer opener beating TCU, a team that is not only top 25 this season, was in the national championship game last year. We know that he has, what, 86 players on this roster turnover? I mean, he's he's doing it so far, but it is the smallest of sample sizes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need to see a little bit more from him as far as the winning is concerned to put him up there with a Kirby Smart or, or a Nick Saban. No, you're going to have to see more winning, but I, I think as far as what he's been able to do and the opportunities and the tests that he's faced, he's passed all of them. So, I mean, right now, it's just a matter of time. We just want to see it play out. We want a larger sample size. But I think based on how things are trending, how could you not be bullish on what Dion is doing? I mean, his son set a school record for passing yards in the first game out. They had four 100-yard receivers, first time it's ever happened in Colorado. So, I mean, and all of the guys that had 100-yard receiving games were all transfers. He's had over, what, 60 guys come through with the portal and, and with the recruiting class. So the fact I mean, and that Travis Hunter playing both ways, yeah, it's unbelievable. 110 snaps. Did you ever do that in high school? I, yeah, I played both ways in high school. College, did you ever do it? Yeah. No, I didn't play both ways. I'm going to say you never played <laughs> no. an offense in any way, shape, or form. Goal no, line package? A little, little, little tight end every now and again, but not like to the extent right. that Travis Hunter did. But here's the thing, and I'm glad you brought Travis Hunter up in particular because Dion said post-game, why he lets Travis Hunter play on both sides of the ball. He said, if I just let him play on one side of the ball, he would get bored. And so I had to take a holistic (laughs) approach in order to get the best out of this player because he had been doing this his entire life. But having a coach that has that kind of awareness and that's going to allow you to shine in the way that you want to, a coach that wants to meet you uh, where you where you're at in terms of your vision for what your career is going to be like, that matters. And when you see that playing out and the team having success – how could you not want to be on board with what Dion is doing? Yeah, I have no problem with him playing in both ways. I, I mean, I know that we live in a load management kind of wear and tear world that we're in in sports today, but I mean, so well, what? Well, he's got the perfect coach for it. Dion played in a playoff. Played three, ba- three ways. Yeah. Well, I mean, he played in a playoff baseball game and an NFL game in the same day. So yeah. if anybody understands that, it's prime. So. 
he also dumped the ice bath on Tim McCarver, which, I mean, did, did he have to do that? I mean, that's a very current topic. I mean, the fact that he dumped the ice bath. You're a real man, Dion, is what he said back to. Dion has so many funny moments in his career. Like, I mean, the rap song is hysterical, Must Be the Money, which sparked a whole conversation about are all catchy songs good songs this morning. But, like, I think that there's so many parts of Dion Sanders' life and career that are just remarkable. I mean, the guy played Major League Baseball. Played Major League, and he wasn't just like a schlub playing Major League Baseball. No. He was legit yeah. good. Baseball people will tell you, I mean, Smalls is, is the biggest baseball person on the show, that if if he actually committed full-time to that, he would have been an all-star caliber player. He was awesome at baseball. Absolutely. He's he's a celebrity. He's He is uh-oh, a star. Uh-oh. You the celebrity just, coach. Oh, no. no, no here we he, go. He is a coach and a celebrity. Right. He yes, is both. Right. He, and he can be both. Yeah. And that's what I think he's telling his players is you don't have to conform to this specific box or what we typically expect you to. Show your personality. Celebrate. I love that Shador was taking pictures of the stat sheet in his press conference. Yeah. He's telling them you can be yourself and I'm going to allow you to do it, and it's going to be a part of why you're successful. Yeah, and coaches that don't have that that charisma and that that natural way about them, they're going to find themselves on the wrong side of you know the current landscape of college football. Because again, NIL and transfer portal, it's not just about being able to get the players in there; it's about being able to keep the players. Yes. And if you don't have somebody that's engaging like Dion, that has the type of messaging like Dion then it's going to be hard to relate to some of these new Gen Z athletes. Also, is anyone having more fun right now than Colorado? No. They're having an no. awesome time. And Deanne keeps talking about how they want to have fun. But that's a part of it, too. This is a grind for these kids. And I think if they can go in every day and be excited about what they do and people can see that, he, there's a reason people want to play for him. All right. 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Are you rooting for or against Deion Sanders? We bring up the idea of Deion's rap song back in the day. If all catchy songs are good songs... Gangnam Style? I don't even know if that one's catchy. Yeah. It's oh, just weird. interesting. I did not tell them to have that ready to go. They had it ready to go. Well done. Well Javante done, Nuno, Javante. Pat, well done. Jerry, awesome. All right, coming up, rooting for or against Deion Sanders. We'll get your calls in and get a story from CC about the barbershop debating that yesterday. It's on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, Give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. Have you seen the controversy with Drake and Bobby Altoff now? The TikTok star? Yeah. They're beefing, right? Are they really beefing? I don't know if you get. I don't know if it's I don't real know. beef. I don't know, but yeah. it's if it's manufactured beef, it's successful. Yeah, we just talked about it. Yeah. yeah, we just talked about it. Yeah, Go look sure. it up if you don't know it. Yeah. It's on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio, of course, on the ESPN app, presented by Progressive Insurance, and you could watch us ESPNU and ESPN two during the course of the week. We are here Monday through Friday, six a to ten a Eastern time. And we just heard a little Deion Sanders there, which we're going to get your calls in at 888-SAY-ESPN. By the way, so the three of us are in town here at Bristol for the launch of the new ESPN radio lineup. So we're going to see so many of our teammates all throughout the day, from Greeny to Carlin to Joe to Freddie to Harry to uh, Ian to Amber to Q, the entire crew. Um, And we're all staying in a hotel. And the hotel offered last night when I checked in, I don't know if you guys got this, a free cookie. The warm cookie. That's their standard. Yeah. Okay, well, they said, do you want the free cookie? I said, I do want it, but I'm not going to take it. Did you guys take the cookie? I did not. Your wife is I proud had, of you. I had some willpower. I did not take the cookie. That's hard to no, do. No, the biggest reason why is because I hadn't had dinner yet, and I didn't want to spend dinner. <laughs> so oh. if the order was reversed, yeah. you would have been- If I had, had dinner, and then I was checking in, I would have took the free so cookie. So can you go back to the front desk tonight? Hey, I you, didn't you, get the cookie you, you yesterday. Can, you can, but I'm just going to go ahead and- <laughs> I want to watch you I'm just going to call it a win and just avoid the cookie altogether. <laughs> I want to watch you I want to cash it in later, though. Yeah. You never know. Late why, night why, sex. Why do you, you want to say that, Come For the ride home. Believe in your boy. Believe in my willpower. I got your back. To avoid the cookie. You can do it. I'll do it with you. Exactly. Uh, did you take the cookie? I passed, and it was very hard. Mm. I had just worked out, so I was like, no. Mm. Okay. Not going to self-sabotage. Yeah. All right. And my motto is to play for the tie, so normally I would have said yes. I'm sorry, what's that? That's my motto when it comes to exercise, play dieting. Play for the tie. Oh, I thought you in life. Already, I'm like, you don't want to win? She worked no, out already. No, she burned the no. calories. I work out, so I eat. Yeah, yeah, I play, play for, the for the tie. I play for the tie. I love bread. I love But you have to get down to a certain point in order to play for the tie. Correct. Yeah. I've got to play for the win. I've got to play for the win. <laughs> See, I hope your wife is right, watching right, right now. now. Right now, when I get on the scale, it's a big number. <laughs> it's like, come back later. <laughs> exactly. exactly. All right, let's get some calls in. Are you rooting for or against Deion Sanders? Actually, tell the story quickly. So you're in the barbershop yesterday. You're getting all cut up, ready for the show today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the and barbershop so, is fighting about Dion. Yeah, we're having this conversation about Dion, and it's split because there are a lot of people that feel a way about Dion using Jackson State as a stepping stone and HBCUs and what they stand for and just how that community benefited as a whole. Jackson State, the surrounding areas, benefited from having Dion there. He generated so much revenue, and then he elevated the visibility, the profile of HBCUs as a whole. Think about it. Once Dion took that job at Jackson State, you're talking about Hugh, Hugh Jackson taking a job being the head coach at Gramlin State. Uh, Eddie George at Tennessee State. It, it then became an in vogue thing for prominent coaches or players from the National Football League to take these HBCU jobs right. and, and bring a different level of competency and credibility to those ranks. And so for Dion to leave the HBCU realm and go to a Power Five school at a predominantly white institution, it it, it flies in the face of a narrative that HBCUs have been fighting since their inception, which is that there's something bigger and better out there. And so Fair. that's the part of the conversation that becomes a little bit uncomfortable for some. But I understand where Dion is coming from and wanting 
to have the resources, to have the ability to recruit the best, to have the infrastructure that's in place so that you can get top-level talent so you can win at the highest level. Like, let's not forget this. Dion is a showman, but he's also a top competitor. He wants to win. This is a guy that wants to win. Wants to win. Exactly. And so I think that's the most important thing. And he said this when he was leaving Jackson State or considering it. He said, the money's not going to change my life. But it will change the life of my assistant coaches. Yeah. It will. And the opportunities, the doors that are going to open up for my players, they're going to be bigger NIL deals at these other schools because you have bigger boosters, bigger bases. And so all of those things factor into the math as to why he made that decision. But again, that unpopular decision in some groups, in some circles – is what adds to Dion being one of the most polarizing figures, if not the most polarizing figure in all of college football. Let's talk with Laverne in Chicago, listening on Sirius XM, a Channel 80. Welcome to Unsportsmanlike. You rooting for or against Dion, Laverne? Of course I'm rooting for him, guys. But I also look at who he's bringing in to motivate these kids. He's bringing in ex-NFL players as well as Tom Brady, of course, to coach up his son. He's also bringing players that you hadn't heard from in years back to the program to teach these kids how to, how can I put this, handle the limelight in a different way, Uh, preparing them up front, I guess, for the next level. So I love it how he's doing that. It's not just about football. It's about how to prepare for life after football. Yeah, and I think that that is obviously, you know, what he's been saying. All I could hear when he says limelight, it's now I'm in the limelight because I run tight. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to Biggie lyrics. I'm wow. sorry. I got wow. distracted just thinking about Biggie there. Yeah, but I mean, this is the thing, and I'm not in a position to argue for or against the HBCU. I would, I would argue, I'm, I'm for, obviously, but what I'm saying is that argument because I wasn't there when you were having that conversation. He's bringing people with him. By him making Jackson State into something, someone else now gets an opportunity to take that job, et cetera, et cetera. I also will tell you, get ready. I don't know that Colorado's big enough for him. I just don't. I think the SEC is going to come calling. I think the NFL may come calling. Well, to CeCe's earlier point, he is such a competitor. If he has success at Colorado, he's going to want to go to the SEC. He's going to want to go to, quote, unquote, big boy football and prove that he can do it there. Yeah, but why would we think that he wouldn't be able to get it done? I mean, I know there have been a lot of naysayers. I mean, people trying to attack his credibility as a coach, not respecting his football acumen in that regard. I mean, even going back to when he first took the job at Jackson State, the reporter Nick Suss, in a one-on-one interview, refused to call him coach and only called him Dion. And Dion walked out of the interview. Or how about with Ed Werder, who called him a celebrity coach? And why all of these different qualifiers, all of these different digs have this undertone that Dion is is not as competent or in some way, shape, or form inferior to his white counterparts when all his resume has has done since he's become a coach in college has proven otherwise. Like, he's been able to have success back-to-back championships in the SWAC at Jackson State. He's had success in Colorado in a one-game sample size when he beat the runner-up to the national championship game and was a three-touchdown underdog going into that game. Why would we think Dion is not capable of turning Colorado into a perennial power? Why would we think he's not capable of going anywhere in college football and competing at the highest level? All right, and an important follow-up to that. Jason tweets, Adam Cardio, Chris Canty, 99, at M. Smallman. Uh, first day listening to the new show because I love and support you, and I'm um, called out and offended because I love black licorice. Um, so I just want to point that out okay. because we went after black licorice, saying that why why is black licorice still sold? Black licorice caught astray. It happens. It yeah. happens. 
Wait. But I don't know that he needed to out himself, though. Yeah. I mean, he's basically just telling them. My himself. response to that is, who hurt you? Why are you eating black licorice? There are other options. Right. Do you guys consider nibs <laughs> that licorice? Part. Just throwing that out there. There are other options, part. my friend. Nibs, nibs to me feels licorice. Like, that's kind of licorice. No? What? No? No nib? No. You're not in no. on nibs? No, not in on nibs. For the haters <laughs> like Canty on cheese pizza, what's the best case scenario for Dion Sanders? Again, for the haters, not for the lovers. We'll get to that. And more haters uh, coming up. It's Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. That's right. Bad boy. Unsportsmanlike. USL. Let's go. Day one. We can't stop. Won't stop. Oh, Wow. It is unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio. If you a radio host that want to stay a star and don't want the producer dancing all up, up in, in the, the show dancing, come to unsportsmanlike <laughs> with the shiny suits. Oh, Michelle doesn't know what we're talking about. No, we're talking about Puff Daddy. Yeah, we're that was Shug though. That was Shug. He was doing Shug at the Source Awards. Source Awards. Come on now. Well, I know you were doing Puff that Daddy. Was, that was a moment. Yeah. yeah. But that's who Suge was talking about. Yeah. Ooh, he was Suge. talking about Diddy. I don't Come mess on. with him. That's like when Nuno goes on the air. That's what we have to do. All y'all, the producers up in the video. Y'all got love for Dr. Dre Snoop Dogg? <laughs> Come to death row. Or on Sportsmanlike. On ESPN Radio. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Because those two are... are really very similar. Very, very, very similar. Are we the very death row records of ESPN Radio? Let's hope not, because they're dead. <laughs> they're literally dead. So uh, let's hope not. Let's hope that's That would not be the a case. problem. Yeah. Um, and, of course, you can listen to us, Sirius XM Channel 80, all the great affiliates across the country, and watch us currently on ESPNU. So uh, the haters, right? We're going to do the haters a favor. Because sports fans out there, like most sports fans, I would say, their, their favorite team in a sport, obviously, is who they root for. Their second favorite team is whoever plays the team that they hate the most. Yes. Right? So we're going to do some haters a favor here. We're going to create something for the haters. We're going to try to script this here. We know a lot of people think the league is scripted now, right? The Arian mm-hmm. Foster thing. Um, that We're going to script it for the haters. We're going to come up with the best case scenario for the haters with different people or teams in and around football. This is for the haters. Nuno, let's go. All right, and for the haters is brought to you by Granger. All right, and I'll start with you, CeCe. What's the best case scenario for the haters when it comes to the Jets? Oh, this is easy. History repeats itself. 2008, when the Jets acquired Brett Favre, he got banged up in that year. They stumbled down the stretch, didn't make the playoffs, and it ended up being a massive flop. I think everybody looks at this Jets team and says their Achilles heel is the offensive line, and that's not a good thing when you have a 40-year-old quarterback. So Aaron Rodgers gets banged up. They end up stumbling down the stretch. 
team doesn't make the playoffs, they fire not only the head coach, but the general manager. Because guess what? You don't get three chances at three different quarterbacks and not being able to have success and get into the postseason. Sam Donald, Zach Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, all on Joe Douglas's resume. If they're not able to get to the postseason, Woody Johnson has a quick hook. So for the haters. For the haters, the best case scenario is one of two things. Either they're a total disaster, two and fifteen, that kind of thing, which they're not gonna be. But I think it's more this. They actually get to the AFC title game. They're inches away from a Super Bowl. And Aaron Rodgers has the worst game of the year for himself. He throws three interceptions, Mm. and they lose the game in the AFC title game. So it's all these high hopes. The Jets fans are all pumped up, and Rodgers loses it for him in the AFC title game. That's for the haters. Okay, how about this one for the haters? The carriage turns into a pumpkin with number eight. He turns 40 in December. What we saw last year wasn't just the thumb. Last year wasn't an aberration. He starts to go downhill. And how about this, guys? Look at their schedule. They start with the Bills, the Cowboys, the Pats, and the Chiefs. What if they lose three out of four to start the season? And all of a sudden, everything we're seeing from him being a great teammate, being cool, calm, collected, being the ultimate team guy, it starts to unravel. That's a good one for the haters. That's a good one. Nuno, next one. All right, for the haters, Deion Sanders, what's the best-case scenario for the haters when it comes to that, Canty? Oh, this is easy. Losing your home opener to Matt Rule and the Nebraska Cornhuskers in Week 2. I mean, Nebraska fumbled the bag against Minnesota. They had two turnovers in the last five minutes of the game. That cost them the damn game. And Daniel Jackson had an amazing toe-drag swag catch in order to tie the game at that point. They lose on the last second field goal. All that being said, Nebraska has lost 26 one-score games over the last five years. If they beat the Colorado Buffaloes in Colorado – that will be fuel for the fire for all of the haters, Ed Werder included, all of the naysaying <laughs> reporters that said that Deion Sanders wasn't going to be able to get this program turned around. Okay, for the haters is an easy one on this. Shador Sanders transfers. Oh. <laughs> That's the easy. His son transfers, right? We saw Doug Peterson of the, of the Jaguars have to cut his son and then bring him back to the practice squad. The best case scenario for the haters of Dion is he leaves Colorado like midway through to go take an NFL job or another college football job, oh, SEC wow. or whatever, or towards the latter end of the season. Shador Sanders like, nah, I don't love the style we're playing here. I'm out. That's for the haters. That the whole thing falls apart because Dion comes with a lot. He comes with a superstar son and all of the drama in a good way for that that school. But if he brings it like to another school, that's for the haters. I think it would be what we're praising this morning and the way that he's hands for, handled the transfer portal and NIL for that to blow up in his face. Oh, he, NCAA violation or something? He gives too much empowerment to the players, and therefore they don't want to fall in line and have a, a cohesive They unit. revolt? Basically. The, Smalls has the, Colorado revolting well, against Dion. I have them... For the haters, for the haters. Right. Wouldn't it play perfectly into this narrative if all of these players were concerned about the individual and not concerned about the collective? That would be good. For the haters. For the haters. For the haters. No, no. Yes, this is all for the haters. For the haters. Best case scenario for Nick Saban when it comes to the haters, CeCe? Oh, for the haters, this is easy. Kirby Smart becomes the first coach, first team, to win three straight national titles since the 1936 Minnesota Golden Gophers. I think they were wearing leather helmets back then. You played against them? I actually did. (laughs) Yeah, you played against them. They were were tough on defense, man. I'm telling you, that that team got after it. Can you imagine wearing a leather uh, helmet playing football? A Nick Saban disciple not only 
dethrones Nick Saban when it comes to the SEC, but has a dynastic run with three straight national championships and going wire to wire in back-to-back years, that would be for the haters of Nick Saban. He is no longer the authority, the dominant program in not only college football, but in his own damn conference. That's it. That it, that it's right in their backyard. I think it's going to be for the haters that he has a press conference and he says, "No, I'm not going to be the Cleveland Browns head coach. I'm not going to be the Cleveland Browns head coach. I'm not going to be the Cleveland Browns head coach." And then he becomes the Cleveland Browns head coach because he reverses the process. Right? He once coached there for, under Belichick. Ninety-five uh, Browns had an unbelievable staff. That he does the Al- the Dolphins, Alabama to Alabama, and then goes to the back to the NFL for the haters. For the haters, I think it's when people like Dion continue to have success. Mm. If if Clemson or the Alabamas of the world somehow become a little stagnant and people like Dion continue to have the arrow pointing up, that's for the haters of Alabama. So what you're saying is Dion going to be doing them Aflac commercials by himself <laughs> and go. Nick Saban's going to be written out the script. Maybe. That's what you're saying. Maybe. Got it. Got it. Speaking of that, by the way, it is ESPN Radio presented by Progressive Insurance. Go ahead, uh, Nuno. <laughs> All right, thanks for that. All right, CC, we know you don't have them in the playoffs, but for the haters, what's the best case? Oh, I scenario? forgot I was on TV. I'm waving a Carlin. I was still. I'm like, hi, Chris. <laughs> I, was like, What's up? I forgot we were on TV for a second. It's day one. Okay. We forget. All right, let me try this again. So, Chris, we know you don't have the Cowboys in the playoffs, but for the haters, what's the best case scenario how this season plays out? Every single team in the NFC East makes the playoffs except for the Dallas Cowboys. That's for the haters. The Dallas Cowboys are outside looking in, and everybody in their division makes the playoffs because it's going to force that franchise to make a tough decision with their quarterback and with their head coach. So for the haters, the Dallas Cowboys outside looking into the playoffs but having their division rivals all playing in the tournament. All right, for the haters, is an easy one for me on this one. Their general manager demands that Trey Lance become their starting quarterback. Their general manager is also Jerry Jones, the owner of the team, as Candy knows, having played for the Dallas Cowboys. That he says, you know what? I want the guy that I just got to now replace the guy that I used to have as my guy. So I'm going to say that Trey Lance replaces Dak would be the best case scenario for the haters. I think for the haters, the Cowboys do what they always do. They get to the playoffs and then they fall short. Because then you're in football purgatory where you're good, but you're not great. And you have all of these tough decisions to make. Because isn't that what the haters are pointing at Dak right now? He's not he's not Patrick Mahomes, but he can get you to the playoffs. And so I think for the haters, they want them to be good, not great. That's diabolical. You I want them know. to stay I'm in that sick. vicious cycle? Sick. But the, it's tre- for the, haters. the treadmill of mediocrity? Yes. Look at you. I know. Because at least if you're bad, you can start over. Yeah. But no, purgatory is what the haters want. You're not a treadmill person, though, right? You run outdoors? <laughs> I, I don't like running, period. You run, What? Yeah, I don't like running, period. Okay, Michelle Smallman literally has a goal that she's halfway done of no, running no. a half marathon in every state in America. And then you're going to follow that up by saying, I don't like running. So I've only done 23 of 25. I'm not oh, halfway. Oh, only. Or 23 of 50, excuse me. I'm not even halfway there, 25. Uh, no, I don't train for these. I don't like to run. I just can. I can just do it. I'm, I, with, small, I'm with Smalls. I don't like to run either, but you can't say that and then also run half marathon. Yes, you can. Because I, I You've go run on, 23 well, of I, them. I, listen, I can say I don't like to run, and I was a professional athlete yeah. for 11 years. Yeah. If you didn't really run as a I just show run. up. What are you broke? Okay. All, all right. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger has the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. 
Why do we have Nuno doing live reads? Does anyone have I, I have no idea. Because I'm trying to get this done. Okay, Nuno. Okay. I want right. the show to be back See, tomorrow. you know what happened? All these producers up in the video, all of them uh, trying to wear the shi- live reads. We wearing go. the shiny suits up there. Throwing the football. At Pat. Man, oh man. It's unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. Y'all want to floss with us? <laughs> that literally sounds like I'm going to the dentist. Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. That's a great marketing dear, dear tool for a heaven. dentist. Dear God in heaven. And the ESPN app. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Today is a big, big day around ESPN Radio. We are so excited to be here, along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen, with you. And we got Greeny coming up next. This has been his network for God knows how long, and he deserves it, starting from the Mike and Mike days. And obviously, of course, Greeny now, 10 a till noon Eastern time. Carlin versus Joe. We saw Carlin walking around before. One of the great guys of all time. Big Rutgers win this weekend, right, for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, play-by-play voice of Rutgers, Joe Fortenbaugh. Um, who's been phenomenal with Amber Wilson at night and now through the day, 12p to 3p Eastern, Freddie Coleman. Is there a nicer human than Freddie Coleman? He's the best. No. Just the, the best. greatest. And Harry Douglas, 3p to 7p Eastern, and Harry Douglas is self-proclaimed the Black Cowboy. <laughs> 7p to 10p, Amber Wilson, Ian Fitzsimmons. You know, Ian calls everybody coach. Do you know that? He does, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've worked with Ian. I was really confused. I was on the phone with him. He couldn't be nicer. And I kept, I thought he was saying Cohen, and he said coach. Mm-hmm. Like his bro, bud, it's coach. It's, it's coach. coach. Yeah, because he's always talking to coaches. Yeah, there right. is nobody that's more plugged in at this network when it comes to high school sports and college sports. There is nobody. Oh yeah, his brother's a coach in he the is, NFL. He is locked in. I thought I was a football coach when I was talking to right? him. Like, what team do I coach? He's the best. But he kept calling <laughs> he's me coach. The best. Doesn't he's it the best. hype you up though when he calls uh, you coach? It's great. It's yeah. great. It's great. But now I want to like wear the the khakis and like the polo shirt and actually like. <laughs> so you want to be Jim Harbaugh? Yeah, I want to have a clipboard. Who's doing that? What are we doing? I want to have a clipboard. I want to have like. The visor. I want to just be coach. Like I should have a whistle when I talk to Ian. 
because I'm coach. You right? should dress up as a coach one day. I could see you with a visor. I could absolutely see him going right? all the way Jim Harbaugh, wearing totally. a sweatshirt but tucking it in. <laughs> with, the with the belt. Does exactly, he tuck exactly. in the sweatshirt? He does. He's Yeah, he's different. Jim Harbaugh is different. Like I remember the first time I actually saw him in action, we did training camp practices, joint practices. I was with the Baltimore Ravens. His brother John's the head coach there. And so they came and stayed with us for a week. And just walk it, watching this dude walking around the practice field, that is an odd duck there. I mean, I just uh, John is normal. The dad, Jack, is normal. Jim, not so much. But he does like the front. I'm going to do this for ESPNU for the cameras here. He does like the front tuck in, right? With yeah. The thing, like, and then he he'll tuck it, like, the clipboard yeah. in, inside. <laughs> like, walking around like yeah, this. Like, like, what, okay, so, exactly. Okay. And he's got it's, the glasses yeah. on. It's just, it's really, really strange. It's about fun. Really strange guy. Yeah. Listen, he can turn a program around like nobody's business. Get suspended, really, too. Well, well oh. yeah. But, but did you see that? I'm not going to take the NCAA suspension. I'm going to suspend myself yes. for only three games instead of four. Yeah. Smart. Just, just put Smart. it out there. Yeah. Uh, Jonathan in Georgia watching on ESPNU. What's up, Jonathan? Guys and ladies, there's a couple of reasons why Dion was the face of college football before he got to Colorado. A wise man leaves an inheritance to his children. Dion's a wise man. HBCUs are the inheritance of his children. HBCU combine now. Never existed before. Long-term contracts for HBCUs to be on nationally televised games have not happened before Dion got there. And he's still talking about HBCU players to this day. And think about this. Dion doesn't have to adapt to the way college football is today because Dion was always what college football is today. He was NIL before NIL. He was always about his brand. But his brand <laughs> was, that always legal, though. <laughs> was always about winning. His brand was always about winning, whether he was at Florida State whether he was in the Atlanta Braves organization or whether he was with the Falcons, the Niners, and the Cowboys, he's always been a winner. And that's what people love, not to mention his transparency. Yeah, I think everything you said is beyond fair, and I think the, the critique of him leaving the HBCU is not fair because he left it in a better place, and what is he supposed to do? Like, the whole point of giving people opportunities that they don't normally get is to grow with those opportunities and open doors for others to get the same ones. Yeah, but I think everybody looks at it, the people that are critical of it look at it as – you know, a, a, a job that's unfinished. It's not done. There was more to be done in terms of being able to raise the level of resources, the level of revenue that's generated when it comes to HBCU athletics, particularly with football. And so I think that and then the part where he leaves the HBCU because they don't have the same resources as a Power 5 school does, it almost makes it look like HBCUs from that standpoint are inferior, and that's been a narrative that HBCUs have been fighting against with PWIs since their inception. So that's the part that rubs some people the wrong way, especially the pretenses in which he took the job because he said he wanted to build something, start a revolution, and be a part of changing the economics of the sport as it pertains to HBCUs. And a lot of people look at that as still undone. Yeah, but he did do that. He what, did. He what did. he set out to he do, he something. did. Yeah. yeah, he started it. But I, I can understand why people would want him to remain in that position. But I, I love that call because Dion has been embodying everything that we've heard him talk about so far. Mm-hmm. When we heard him with Pat McAfee say, I'm the navigational system for these kids. No doubt. They can look at ways me. Per candy, yeah, not ways per Yeah, ways specifically. Yeah. But he is, though. He's always been about having a personality, having a winning mentality, being able to secure the bag. Like He has been living it. So it's not just a a line that he's serving these kids and their families when he's recruiting them. He actually is the navigational system. I saved the 12 minutes per candy. (laughs) Felicia in Georgia watching on ESPNU. What's up, Felicia? Hi, yes. I am calling. I am for Deion Sanders. 
I like that he has become that change agent. He has brought that publicity to the HBCU realm. And I feel that he's he's basically made the blueprint. So now we should have others that step into that role and then take on those same nuances like he did, become those coaches after they retire. And I think that will bring more, more publicity to HBCU. And I think he's done an amazing job with Colorado this weekend. I think the way that uh, the portals work now allows him to get the resources that he needs to, to then go out and win games. Because I think otherwise it would be, he's not, you know, he's not a coach. He's never been a coach. And I don't think they was giving him the opportunity because he didn't have those years like a Nick Saban or someone else had. So I think the portal gives him the resources he needs to go and make the vision happen, which I think is going to be the face of the way football's going. Thanks for the call. Bye, Felicia. Um, <laughs> no, no, she she's making a great point. And without Dion going to Jackson State, you don't get Hugh Jackson at Grambling State. Yeah. You don't get uh, Eddie George at Tennessee State. Those things don't happen. So Dion is is creating a pathway where it makes sense for people that have experience in playing the sport and being a part of the sport at the highest levels going to HBCUs. So he's opening that door. I don't have a problem with him making that decision because, again, he creates an opportunity every single place he goes. He increases engagement. He increases impressions. And in every business, but particularly sports entertainment, leaving that impression and creating that visibility is always good for business. Let's hope we did that today. Day one is in the books. Unsportsmanlike, Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen. We did it. One day in the books. We are on to Wednesday. Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.